everyone, and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I'm your host, Master Wife. And I am Master Joe. Yay! And with us today, we have a special guest, Master Dad! Hello, I am Master Dad. I kind of <laughs> like that. That sounds pretty good. has a nice little ring to it. <laughs> yes, Master Dad is joining us today for our episode on video game parenting. Mm. Uh, but before we get into that, of course, we have our first segment. The major heart piece of the week. Indeed. So I think you went first last time. Yes. So that means I get to go first this time. But I'm going to pass my rights of firstdom uh, over to Master Dad since oh. he's our special guest today. Nice. Uh, so the major heart piece of the week, of course, as you listeners know, is just something that uh, stood out to you over the course of the week that you thought was particularly Awesome or nice, uh, something you did or observed from someone else. So, Master Dad, what do you uh, what do you got? Oh, we were in a restaurant. It's the buffet style. I won't call the name, but it's a cafeteria style, and you go through and pick your food. This particular time, I've had the little girls. I had a six year old and uh, another six, a five year old, my grandkids. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we're going through getting what we're going to order, and it's going to be takeout, and get up to the almost to the point where you can get ready to get the receipt. And this lady behind us, uh, she says, well, uh, hey, why don't you pay for my meal? And they laughed. And the next guy behind her said, well, I wouldn't pay for her meal. And so, <laughs> and so we laughed. And then I got the, the receipt. And then you go to another place to pay. And, you know, so I got over there. And uh, I paid for my, my meal. And I looked back over. She was getting her food. And I said, hmm. So when she came over to the seat, I told her, I'm going to pay for this. And so I told the lady, I said, I got it. And I said, lady, you have to be careful what you ask for. (laughs) And so she said, praise God, it's going to pay for my meal. And and, and I thought it was going to go down the line, but the next guy said, well, I ain't going to pay for her meal. (laughs) That is funny. It was nice. It was a nice gesture. Attempted chain reaction failure, Uh, but. Yes, attempted. (laughs) That was really sweet. Yeah, no, that that is really good. It it felt nice. All right, cool. Well, I will uh, follow that up with yet another unexpected nice uh, act of kindness um so most of you know uh i have a stream called the master joe gamer show where i play video games on twitch and people watch me and laugh at how bad i play uh <laughs> so one of uh the viewers one of my fans of that stream uh from twitter chidori 24 uh this this is one of my bros he uh lives in north carolina like i do and we met from streaming uh, we're both fans of Smash Bros, and he's got a pretty mean Zero Suit Samus, and I like to use Zero Suit Samus too. But he decided that uh, he was going to do some fan art for some of the streamers that he thought was just, you know, out there doing it and doing it right, and he, I'm one of them. So he made some amazing fan art. I'm going to put put it in the uh, little description notes of the podcast. You guys can go check that out at uh, heartpeacepodcast.com and just search for this particular episode. It should be right at the top, but... It's amazing. It's in space. It has the words Master Joe Gamer Show in big block letters all across. And there's a space squid <laughs> from Splatoon uh, in there, too. And it just looks really awesome. And, you know, he just did it. I didn't ask him for it or whatever. He's, he's been doing some art for some other streamers as well. And just, you know, he learned some skills, I guess, with uh, some art programs. And just like, hey, I'm going to make some cool stuff for the people I like. So uh, he was doing it as a, you know, just kind of inspirational thing to say, hey, man, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and it's a good time. Uh, he particularly told me uh, when he sent me that art, stay true to yourself and to others. 
and you know that's basically what it's all about so yeah. mm-hmm. big that's time nice. appreciative and thanks uh to you man doing Thank it right you. appreciate right. that art oh, very it's nice so good so it's good really like nice. that um, talking about fans, um, we don't only have fans on Master Joe Gamer Show, but we also have a fan. Um, his his name is Robbie Wan Shinobi. Yeah. Yes, hmm. I said it right. Yeah. And he used he actually u- utilized the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> I know not of such technology. The Twitter. <laughs> but he actually had some nice wor- words to say. Um, actually about Heart Peace Podcast because he received some of our Heart Peace Podcast swag. Oh. Yes, and it was really beautiful. Yeah, some of that uh, Kickstarter backer swag. Yep. And he actually placed one of our stickers on his Wii U. And he said that... Hmm. Um, where Where is it, Joseph? Okay. He said, the Heart Peace Podcast powers my Wii U. I love having the sticker there because it reminds me every time I power up my Wii U or put a disc in that love is the most important thing to love playing games and to love the people I'm playing with. Thank you for that. And that's so sweet. Yeah, that's nice. That is awesome. That yeah. is nice. Wow. It's really so, um, it's, I guess so wonderful to see that we're inspiring people and we're passing the love along. Cause that's what the heart peace podcast is about. Indeed, yeah. He um, he also posted a little bit later that he wrote a review for us on iTunes, too. So helping Sweet. us out with that as well. Really Sweet. appreciate uh, the love, man. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, so Excellent. good. So Excellent. good. So uh, this episode, of course, is we're going to be talking about video game parenting. Mm. And parenting is an interesting thing. Of course, we have Master Dad on, and we want to kind of go into two parts on this. So the first part, we'll talk about uh, kind of the the Old Testament, I'll call it, of video game parenting. <laughs> um. uh, when I grew up, you know, these are the first video games that are coming out. It's in the 80s, and people are getting their Ataris, their Nintendo, stuff like that. And then, you know, I'm a kid, and right. my parents match are dead, and, and, you know, so going along with that. But then nowadays, we're all grown up. Like, that generation of right. gamers, the first generation of gamers, basically, is, is all grown up now, and now yep. we're having kids and whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that in part two as the New Testament of video game parenting. But to start us off with part one, Master Dad, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it was like raising the Master Joe <laughs> mm. all those years ago with Atari and Socrates. Oh, yeah, Socrates. No one knows about mm, Socrates. Nobody knows about Socrates. Master Wife doesn't even know about Socrates. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's start with Socrates. It's like people, hmm, Socrates? Socrates? Yeah, what? what's that? Well, you know, I, I'm I'm going to just talk about the games first, even though I want to go right to the parenting gaming points. But I don't think they want to hear that right off first. So let's talk about the games. OK. Uh, yeah, you're right. The first ones that uh, we actually played was Atari. And, you know, nobody can forget Pac-Man, right? Oh, yeah, that Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yeah. So we kind of started out that way. And, of course, my introduction of the first games I ever did was arcades. So, you know, mm. it was no home console. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we even came across a little bit of, just to throw out a little bit of just a sentence of research and get them a source. <laughs> uh, home console video games came about in the early 1970s. And they got popular around 1975 and then you just see all these generations of third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth generations coming forth from Pong, P-O-N-G to, to Microsoft and mm. getting into the graphics and so forth. Okay. But um, the site that um, 
if you really want to see the progression of history, go to informit.com, I-N-F-O-R-M-I-T.com, okay. and look up the history of home video console. We're so, going to put that link in the in the podcast notes, yeah. too. All right, great, cool. So um, I didn't have that experience. I just liked Atari and uh, that I could beat you on that. <laughs> Remember ice hockey? There was a time once. I, I would beat all of them master merciless. Joe was able before, to be beaten. Before I became a master. Uh, yeah, you were definitely not a master. I, was, was, I was the master. <laughs> <laughs> and I would beat them all. They'd be so frustrated. <laughs> like, but, you know, it was Atari, you know. Well, I wanted my kids, and I guess I'm going to intermingle. I'll intermingle. Yeah, that'll be better. Um, Parent gaming and points as we go along. Okay. Because it it makes more sense. Um, You know, first kids never had kids before, like, you know, learning as you go. And so on on this thing, we just thought about, okay, the age of the kids. And so I, you know, obviously you want entertainment, have fun. I think that's what it's about. But as a dad, I wanted to also be educational. And so I I saw Atari being a big hit and I found this educational game. That educational game. Want to talk about that a little bit? I I mean, I don't want to talk about it. You may want to talk about it. Yeah, it was it was like, you know. It had some of the features of Atari, but it, it, it required you to think, and it was challenging mentally. <laughs> and uh, we played on that, and um, I see Joseph like, hmm. But, it, you know, <laughs> it, it satisfied the parenting part of me trying to bring in this educational piece at the age that we were talking about. Because uh, what were we talking about, Joe, about what, six uh, well, maybe a little bit younger little, than that, actually. Yeah, yeah, around, yeah, around maybe four, like five, four six. or five, yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to try to introduce that piece as well. And so, um, reason I had um, kind of looked at it a little bit more is because, as they probably don't know, but I'm in the medical field, and um, I'm a veterinarian. Yeah, Master and, Dad is pretty smart. And so one of the things we knew that the uh, frontal lobe of the brain doesn't really develop that much in, in guys until they like 24, 25. And so wanted to make sure, and even in younger kids, um, that we're talking four, five, six, they are not able to separate real from unreal, mm-hmm. right? And so if somebody's doing something on a video game in their minds, that's real. So I was like, okay, Mm, what do I want to introduce to my kids, right? And so the, all this was going into that thought process. But that's the way we progressed. So we avoided anything that had, you know, violence in it. Uh, I looked for what it was going to be entertaining, educational, inspirational, and strategic thing that was mentally challenging, but not to have a whole lot of uh, things that would promote violence. And so these are the things we went. So my mom got into it <laughs> and sneakily, <laughs> you know, because they were complaining, obviously, about the Socrates. I thought it was great. Socrates, but, you know, Socrates for what it was, for those of you who have no idea what Socrates yeah. was. And, and like I said, if you're just, com- you have no idea anything we're talking about, because all this stuff is so old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one knows. It's old. Just go to heartpeacepodcast.com and look this up. Uh, all the all everything you'll ever want to know <laughs> will be there, I promise. Uh, but Socrates was essentially like the number muncher of the day. It was a game that had some character that 
mildly resembled Nintendo's Rob robot mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. and it had its own like keyboard controller and it was games many games like uh flags of the world you know like you had to match the flags of the world on these airplanes that would land mm. at this airport and that's honestly the only one i can remember i want to play this game don't. i want to play it we should i don't think play. you can <laughs> uh, yeah because it, it tanked it lasted about two years it was produced by vectech v-e-c-t-r-e-x mm. and uh it about after a couple of years it tanked vectech got wrecked yep <laughs> and then my uh the next one was nintendo Yes. Yeah, it was in uh, Mom's uh, in Birmingham, right? Yes, Granny to save the day. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, I reluctantly caved in on Nintendo. <laughs> and, and that, you know, it worked okay. And then the next Christmas, uh, you know, I, what did y'all do? Y'all did something. And she pulls out Super Nintendo. I don't remember. Yeah, she did that. Wait, 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 it wait. It was wait, on wait. the fly. I mean, like, <laughs> what did, I wasn't I wasn't hooking up for that. But Wait, so, so she told you it was just the Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, she, I, I always knew that she, she you know, the story goes that she went a, behind you guys. She's and a, a Super Nintendo. Nintendo. That's how we got the Super Nintendo. Oh, she told mm-hmm. you she was getting a regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. OG granny. Yes. So mm-hmm. my, my, your, your, your grandma mom is uh, the reason y'all got to play Super Nintendo. Your granny was legit, too. We'd stay up playing Super Mario, uh, Super Mario Kart. Yeah. Like two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, hardcore. We were in, let's see, I guess we have now into Washington, I think, in D.C. So uh, that's when the 64 came in, right? Ah, yes. Right, in Silver Spring. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, we got that for Christmas, and I was so excited. I pulled my pants up so far. I gave myself a wedgie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then I passed out. <laughs> and that's where I got induced to introduce to Space Invaders. Ah, yes. My Space favorite Invaders. game. <laughs> that you still play to that this day. That I still day. play yeah. to this day. I, uh, did you tell them about the feature you and I did? I love We have, that. yeah. There's I a video that, that I put up on my YouTube. I'll, I'll put this... God, this podcast is going to have so many notes. Uh, there's, there'll be a link to a video that you can watch uh, my dad and I playing Space Invaders 64 and just yeah. wrecking it in co-op. And what I, what I like about it, you know, as we grew with the gaming, yeah, you know, it's competitive. And, the, the, and I have three sons. And you probably know all this stuff. But, you know, they would play against each other. And, they, you know, it was all that challenge. But I began to, like, look at, okay, yeah, great. But with the family... We wanted to play on uh, the same level where we were on a team, you know. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that because with uh, Space Invaders, Joseph and I were on the same team, you know, taking the enemy out. And, you know, that camaraderie. And that's what I wanted with my kids, too, as they played. Yeah, you know, this that competitive is naturally there, but the team coming together and working mm-hmm. together. And so we really, we really liked that. Uh, then Xbox came in. I think you got the first Xbox, or was it? Isaac. Uh, I think I think it was Isaac. Okay. I think Isaac. That, that was got, his console. Okay, that got introduced, and I'm and I'm and I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then with that, Halo. Now, yes. now, okay, I'm all at another <laughs> level now. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. So this wait is like a minute 2001, now. 2002. The Xbox is out, Halo's out, and yeah, it's I'm, just amazing. I'm really, I'm really like on pins and needles, you know, with this thing, and you know, <laughs> and you know. But one of the things developed over there, I became a great watcher. Right, mm-hmm. I would just love to sit there and watch what you guys did, and so I would watch, you know, just watch them play. And then this thing began to develop that this guy started beating everybody. I mean, it was just like, wow. And then people would come to play and, you know, they were like 
on a team supposed to have been playing together and then they got frustrated and then they said, okay, let's play one-on-one and they would get frustrated because Joseph was beating them. Yes. I don't know who you're talking about. And then, you know, all of them would turn against him <laughs> and he would still beat them. It still happens to this day. I don't know who you, is, is this, are we talking about Joseph in the Bible? And so then his brothers would all brothers come and against go against him? him and he'd beat all of them. And so then I got to the thing, I said, okay, you know what? I had to talk to God and ask him to show me what the gifts and talents that my children have so I can build on them. And I began to look at this and I said, you know, he's, he's really good at that. And he enjoys doing it. And, you know, I need to protect him from the wrong games, but I need to support him with the right ones. And so Halo kind of was his launch to me, uh, at least visually that I could see, Hey, it's something unique here. Mm-hmm. And so he, we would, uh, begin to develop that more now i don't know if you remember this game joe but there was one called load runner we introduced that one in i do Maryland. remember load runner i bought it and it was a video game but i'll tell you now y'all gonna probably say hey you know your dad's got a <laughs> but if you lost they beat you to death <laughs> and oh and God. blood and everything and I, I i got that thing i took it back to the store oh i said no God. way you know and uh they did they, they, yeah they, they literally beat you, beat you and so i said mm-mm and so by you know, night for a walk, isn't it? So what I'm saying is, you know, you should also protect them from the wrong games, support them in their ideas, teach them to think critically. But and, you know, let them soar and support it. But, you know, don't introduce things that, you know, at a certain mind level, you can't really deal with it in a way that might be productive. I mean, if you and I know you, Joseph, you know, he's going to talk about the new generation. So just bear with me. I'm in the old generation. I know y'all guys are probably right, doing is, things. This is the Old Testament. Now it's different. But. You know, we didn't want, you know, killing. And if and when we got into some games where it was killing, we wouldn't say I died or that we wouldn't allow them to use the word you got killed or you killed me. We we we, we didn't do that. So it was um, words that didn't project personally. Oh, and yeah. It, and it was words that wouldn't like, you know, and make you feel like you're doing something killing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really were strong on the language that we would use. And if you, you know, I didn't die and I got to do this over, you know, I died. No, we don't, we don't, you didn't die. Yeah, I remember you guys would even take it as far like in Mario. We had to call them extra men. Yes. We couldn't call them extra lives right. oh. or extra lives. Like you couldn't say, oh, I lost a life. You know, it's like, oh, I lost my man. <laughs> like, exactly. We, yeah. we would just grew up saying that. So it was always the weirdest thing if you're like, oh, extra life. What? Oh, you, you mean an extra man? Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. And so that was the... Yeah, and that's a great lead in too, because the next one was the Wii. Ah, the yes. Wii. That's yes. What, that was the last one that I was actually actively involved in when they all were still at home. And um, you know, the the games that we did, we tried to, as I said, bring in things that would help them but not hurt them. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, things about train up a child and the way they should go. This is in Proverbs and it won't air from it. So I believe Joseph will always be a gamer. That's the Bible for those of you that are un- unpreached. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and his gifts, he's got many gifts, but this is definitely one of them. And to see from my perspective, to see him now blossoming and, and being a benefit to others, to who knows where all this goes. It's just great. And then like what you said on the heart piece, you know, this positive feedback, I you know, and I've heard you say that, you know, I guess it's okay to say it, but you said you were, you were glad that, you know, as far as a gaming thing that you're doing, the responses that you get back are positive. Mm-hmm. And I like that because, you know, so many times 
these feedbacks be really bad and negative and you know and you don't get that on yours and I think that's a tribute to you know hopefully the things we tried to instill and also the fact that you know not only we tried to instill it you accepted it which is to me the greatest thing because Joseph pulled from his other two brothers he <laughs> he chose not to do the bad things that they did and he chose to pick up the good things they did so he was smart so he, he didn't get hardly any of the whippings like the rest of them <laughs> Yes, indeed. But you, um, you played the golf, right? Was it golf on the Wii? I loved it. Yeah, I loved golf and tennis. I was a beast in tennis. Remember, I get all demonstrated in that. Dad, man? Dad gets like man. when you're playing Wii tennis with Dad. Move out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> get out of my way. Acquire significant <laughs> space because that man moves around like he's he thinks he's at Wimbledon. Oh man, I'm telling you, it was uh, that was that was a great game. I mean, you know, it was it was it was nice. I like that game. It uh, the we kind of embodied what we were trying to do because it's not really violence on that, you know, and uh, we really we really like that. And I don't know if we're gonna be able to do anything with this song, but I do want to say that we introduced an option where there was a contest where you could get on, and if you got the most, you can help me out. Had worked, but it, the most likes or the most votes or the, something. It was that you yeah. win a console, you win a Wii, I believe it was. Yeah, everyone back in the day, they were just finding it was you know what what can I do to give away a Wii? You know, everyone's having all these contests giving away a Nintendo Wii. It was like the big thing. So, uh, my brother Josh, uh, he's a he's a video guy. You know, he's a video video specialist. He's a media guy, so he he makes a lot of videos and whatnot. But he decided to enter this contest so we could try to win a Wii. And we entered it, and a whole bunch of things happened with it. It was basically like just make it around, make a funny video that we had to use uh, Wii Sports or something or another like that. I can't remember. But I was in college when we were doing it. And uh, Dad still has the song that we used for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll probably play it here in a little bit before the, or after the break. Okay. But oh okay. my gosh, it's such a funny thing. I wish hopefully we'll go I back wish we and had find the video. video. Yeah. yeah, you can find the video and put the link video. In. We really need the video. You guys are crack up. But yeah. my point was, you know, they came together, three brothers, they came together, made the video. The music that oh, you're yeah, going to hear. Oh, yeah, in it too. Yeah. yeah, the music you're going to hear, Joseph is the originator of that music. He, he created it. And we won. At least they won. Yeah, yeah. it they, was they, awesome. It was, you know, and it. I mean, if they saw it today, they were like, wow, you know, and what, if I saw it today, I'd be like, oh, well, I, <laughs> as a parent, I thought, oh, I, no. I, I thought it was great. You know, yeah, what, it, what are those? What are those? But they won it. And, uh, you know, there was it was a great day. You know, it was really, really wonderful. So, you know, to kind of wrap up, you know, from, you know, the old side, um, I kind of wish we still had some of it, you know, and I'm going to kind of segue for you. But. Uh, y'all just just hit the violins for a minute because I'm you know I'm, I'm 62 so you know hey I got to get this out while I can. Just listen to my story. Uh, I uh I hate to see some of the things that were actually lost uh, that you know we have dealing with today and Joseph can go on more of it, and I don't really know a lot of things about what's today in the sense of but you know I I, I like the camaraderie I like the fact of you know the creative the creativity. And the strategic thinking, I think that Joseph, you know, straight A's in, in high school. And I asked him one time about, why do you play video games? And he gave me a solid straight up answer about how you strategically think and what he had to do to come up with the scenarios and what to do. And yeah, that was uh, that was Legend of Zelda. I yeah, think I used it, in it my was. example. It was. It was Zelda. And and he, you know, you know, I, I would watch him play. And this was a Halo game, I believe it was. 
and you like to be the sniper and different things. And but he was kind of like uh, the commander of the team, and he's on these headphones, and people are playing, and his team, he's telling them, okay, you do this, you do that, you do that, and he's still playing, but he's giving every, you know, five and six different guys telling them different things to do to strategize and they would win. And I was just sitting there amazed that he was giving out all this information and instructions and stuff and still over it. I'm like, which screen are you on now? <laughs> you know back, and, yeah, uh, back when split you know, screen was still a thing. And uh, it was like, wow, you know. So, you know, I just, uh, I just would hope that, you know, when you get into second generation, it doesn't lead to killing people. It doesn't lead to, you know, these wrong things that we are perceiving and things that's happening now. And, you know, I can't blame and I'm not blaming video games, but I do want to end with this. And it's kind of a just a thought. Some kid, as a matter of fact, I was listening to it on before I came up. Some kid shot four other kids. Right. Mm. And they asked him, why did you do it? And he said, well, I've been killing every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was because of his, you know, what we talked about, not using the words died, death and whatever. You know, he was doing this and it was younger, younger kid. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I know y'all don't like to end on that, but, you know, I'm I'm a parent. And so my outcome is I want the outcome you guys, you guys have now. Right. And I hope that the outcome of the people that, you know, listen, they had that kind of outcome with their children. You know, they don't want anything happen to their kids because they introduced a game that, you know, went the wrong way. Right. They want them to enjoy, but they also want them to be protected. They want to be inspired. They want them to be intellectually stimulated, but they don't want them to be going to promoting violence. So, I think that's that's kind of the, the end part I like. And, you know, thanks for listening to the old man. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, it's important to understand when your children are mentally sound in order to understand the difference between reality and fantasy. That's a great point. Um, so it's time will tell. <laughs> Only time will tell. And also you brought up a good point, Master Dad, as far as we kind of talked about this last episode about having how it's changing into being more online gaming versus not having games that you can play locally and we Mm -hmm. we kind of had the perspective of playing with your friends but it's important to like think about in the future of how that will affect like camaraderie of playing games like with your dad or your parents you know they may not have those opportunities if all the games transition to online gaming where you'll have to play uh, like buy a whole different system and be in a whole different environment so there's are some good points to think about indeed yeah that's we it's it's you know a lot of things are changing and and we're kind of getting to this sense but basically everything you said is a very it's all valid and it's it's kind of surprising and we'll get to it in part two in just a second but a lot of that is going to transfer over um but man good stuff good stuff hey. good stuff the stuff is good <laughs> thanks hey, for having hey, us. what's this stuff made of well yeah so we will be right back we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll get into part two the new testament of video game parenting stay tuned all around the world billions of yoshis are being slaughtered and for just three dollars a day you can stop marios luigi's and baby marios from shamelessly devastating this endangered species that you and I have come to love, to endure. Yoshis of all colors, of all sizes, and all sizes, I believe I said sizes, are not only our friends, but they are part of our culture. They are part of who we are. So please, 
Open up your wallet. Open up your bank account. Even hit us up with a Venmo. But save these Yoshis. They would do the same for you. They would do the same for you. They would do the same for you. Welcome back to the Heartbeats Podcast. We've been talking with Master Dad about video game parenting. Hey. Uh, before we get into part two here, of course, as promised, uh, here is the music. <laughs> from hmm. that uh, commercial that we made to win a Wii U. Uh, just going to play it here in the background. Yeah. It's really weird, the intro. It was kind of like a creepy thing, sort of, kind of. Uh, it like makes it. sense with the video. If you had the video, it would yeah. be cool. But it, yeah, but you know, it's It's gonna it's get going to get going here in just a second. And like I said before, all of it you're going to hear, Joseph created this. And, yeah. Yeah, and they won. They won the, the console oh, goes. from Wii. So it's, it's basically a remix of the Wii Sports theme music so take a listen also it's kind of awful So, so that's that's basically that. It's really, it was really fun, and we we won. I think, I mean, to put it in perspective, I might have been a freshman in college when I made that thing. I Where did y'all right. film it at? Like in the house, at our house. house. Yeah, the whole the whole thing. concept was, it in was Maryland like, or Raleigh. No, it was in oh, Raleigh. Was Raleigh. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. concept was around. You know, okay, I'm like in bed. The whole it was called the Wii is calling. Yeah, the Wii is calling. Right, that's you. right. So <laughs> sometimes when the Wii had like an update for you or something, it's it would glow blue. The light would be glowing. So the idea was that you know the Wii's glow and it's blue, and that was like oh it's calling you. So I was pretending I was acting. I was upstairs in my bed sleep. But the Wii's calling. So I like the little glips and things were like me having like these weird, yeah. like semi-possessed like s- stirrings of the, the Wii's light. getting me up. You it know, was shining in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> then I, you know, I, I get a wicked gets me up and, it, you know, I go downstairs and I'm just like under the power of the Wii. And then I start. Well, it was weird how tennis. you got up too. I mean, I don't know how y'all did that, but it's, how you rise up out the bed was kind of. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we did this like we recorded it so like I fell and then they just played it backwards. Oh, so it looks okay. Like, it looks like <laughs> it I got up, but it's like this really it, weird. It, it's weird. Yeah, like no one, no one could get up that way. <laughs> so hopefully we could find it and see what's what. It was really fun. I was surprised we won. It was a funny video. Um, oh, it was good. And we won a Wii, or you won a Wii. Well, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, I already yeah. had one because mm-hmm. I got it at launch. So that that one that we won. Uh, I gave that one to Josh, and so he had it, and that's how he had his Wii, so it's pretty daggone cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, getting into part two here. Ah, yes. Segwaying, we've got the New Testament of video game parenting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in part one, Master Dad was talking about the Old Testament of video game parenting, mm-hmm. how right. uh, you know he had brought us up with video games and kind of the things he was looking out for as far as you know uh, wanting how he wanted to introduce his kids to video games and, and all that type of thing. And in part two, we're basically going to talk about now us, that generation that was raised up mm-hmm. in video games, yep. beginning prepared and ready to raise their own kids yep. 
in an even more video game oh, conscious Much more world. challenging, I'm telling you. So basically, it's it's pretty interesting. A lot of the points that you said, like as far as, oh, I want you know there to be a more cooperative play thing and less competition, and I want to, you know... Uh, there to be critical thinking involved and, you know, some kind of growth educational aspects to yeah, things. Like yeah. how mm-hmm. we started playing with yeah. uh, Socrates. We're finding that nowadays experiences around games are changing mm. so much that they're including way more than just, um, you know, Pong or versus mode mm-hmm. uh, like it did back in the 90s with the 64. So now we have all these, you know, genuinely cooperative experiences. That parents and researchers are finding, oh, yeah, parents need to be playing these games with their kids. Because right. if you're not, you're missing out. So right. I have a collection of articles here uh, from various sources. The first one is a Forbes article that was written by Jordan uh, Shapiro. And it basically says that, well, the headline reads, research says parents and their kids should play video games together. And yeah. his he wrote some like articles uh, about the concept of playing video games with your kids. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about it was essentially that while he like he, he him coming up he wasn't really a gamer until his kids uh until he got a Wii for his kids right mm-hmm. and right. he found through that of getting this toy for their kids it's like oh they just want this thing so whatever you know happy merry christmas there you go but he started playing games with his kids as yep. a result. Yeah. So he's been playing through, you know, Mario Kart, Raymond Origins, Super Smash Bros. Uh, all these types of things, and he's doing it with his kids. Mm-hmm. And through that, he got hooked into gaming because he's like, oh, man, this is great. I can play with my kids, and, you know, we're having all this bonding, and this is amazing. So he actually upgraded, got him the Wii U. Now he's playing Super Mario 3D World. And there's, because just about every game that comes out now, and we've talked about this uh, in previous episodes of the podcast, they're all getting really social, and they're all getting really uh, cooperative. At least mm-hmm. Nintendo. Side. Well, even outside of that, I mean, if you have games like, uh, say, uh, I mean, shoot, even like fighting games like Tekken, mm-hmm. you know, or Street Fighter, the communities that have been around those now, they're becoming so much more social. Mm-hmm. The games themselves are getting built in uh, to have options to share things on Twitter or put this here or put that there, you know, take pictures of everything now and you can screenshot stuff. Uh, whereas before growing up, you know, you're playing Mario Tennis on uh, the 64 and you can't do any of that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. the, the connectivity wasn't there, right. but now it is. And since that's there, we have an option to say, OK, who are we going to share that connectivity with? And right. the article kind of points out this. Uh, there's another one from, let me see, the Arizona State University. They did a study in 2013 uh, about the impact of video games. Uh, with uh, with kids and parents and whatnot and kind of what that's about. And some of the quotes that they have, uh, I'm just going to read. Parents miss a huge opportunity when they walk away from playing video games with their kids. That's right. Uh, oftentimes, parents don't understand that many video games are meant to be shared and can teach young people about science, literacy, mm-hmm. problem solving, yep. you know, all those types of things we were talking about, critical thinking. Yep. Uh, gaming with their children also offers parents countless ways to insert their own teaching Mm -hmm. moments that's right so Mm -hmm. that's right getting back to the whole thing about who we're going to share these experiences with if you say you buy your kid you know call of duty and your kid's playing call of duty online with his buddies Mm -hmm. okay well he's going to share or she's going to share all those experiences with their friend you know online playing call of duty Mm -hmm. they're not going to share them with you 
So you are, you know, obsolete in that sense, mm. in that all those experiences and all their interactions are going to be shared between them, the game, and their friends. Mm-hmm. You know something? That's, when you said that, like, Isaac is 34, mm-hmm. something like that. and um, Two kids of his own? He does. I have two grandkids, and I'm staying there this week. And we go downstairs he puts on Call of Duty mm-hmm. and plays it, and I'm sitting there watching it, <laughs> just like I used to do. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, and, and and we're talking about it, you know. And uh, I just thought well, about that must when be you interesting because he's so much older now. Yeah, and and this is what I used to do when they were, you know, much mm-hmm. more younger. But I absolutely agree that you know you miss golden opportunities, and 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 it's a great opportunity because I mean we'd be there at two and three in the morning, you know sitting there watching, you know, and mm-hmm. just going through the different scenarios and everything. And I'm thinking, hmm, you shouldn't have died, you know, like <laughs> that, you know, because uh, now I have gotten through that period where I didn't have to, sh- you know, this is a good flip too. I didn't have to shelter what was being said and seen because he's 34 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also a former police officer. So, you know, killing and shooting, I don't have to concern myself about the protection part of that. Now that's already been done. Exactly. So now we can talk about, Hey, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, you killed 34 people yesterday and, you know, and all that's, uh, 34 things, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't freak out over that now. Right. The, the psychological. Cause, yeah. Cause mm-hmm. we good, you know, and uh, I just thought about when you said that, you know, I'm still enjoying that, you know? Yeah. And I think that it's important to say, like, when you brought up the point about teaching moment, like you miss your opportunity on yeah. teaching moment. So like a parent being there, either like playing the game or just being there to watch the game, you're actually able to change any false perception that they may get while playing that video game. And you're you're being the great influencer while they're playing that video games instead of them just interacting socially with the world and you don't know what they're going to be perceived, especially when they're young and they're so, they can be so heavily influenced and persuaded. And so you being there as a parent can, I think can help your child uh, gain the right values um, while playing different video games. Yeah. I want to piggyback on that point, kind of skipping back to this Forbes article uh, that Jordan wrote. He goes and he goes on to say that sometimes his six year old, um, Uh, or he has a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. And these are ages that are considered pretty young. When Halo came out, I was 14. I was like, eh, 2001, 2002, like we said. I was about 13, 14 years old. Uh, The game itself, I believe, I want to say, was rated T for teen, and that's just about that, you know, 13 and up range. But even then, uh, it still took quite a bit of convincing to be able to play as a first-person shooter. It's kind of violent, and, you know, there's there's that whole aspect of it. I struggled on that for a while. Uh, But Jordan here, he goes, and he's, you know, his eight-year-old is playing Halo Combat Evolved, the same game, the old one, you know, at eight years old for Windows and laptop. And, like, if you take that in, like, the olden times, it's like, oh, my gosh, eight years old, he's not even old enough to play it. It's T for teen. But listen to this. As a family, him and his other son, they go through and they say, we all crowd around the PC making decisions for where he should go next, what he should shoot next. Then later, the three of them discuss why it's okay to shoot imaginary aliens, but not people. Mm. We thought about what the aliens might represent in a kid's real life. Things like anxiety, frustration, anger, etc. Bad feelings, bad emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes on to say, I asked them what in their own emotional experiences comes on uh like a monster uncontrollable scary and overwhelming Mm. and today you know as an adult we can think of things that are coming on overwhelming things at work school 
uh, different types of situations and you can apply them in that way. And it becomes a moment of not a violent video game, but a way that a child overcomes things that, that he's scared of or she's mm-hmm. scared of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it helps them to kind of evolve the narrative of a game into an emotional lesson about intelligence. Yeah, that's really, um, that's really like an interesting or a, a different perspective to look at it because you're treating these emotions uh, like frustration, anger, mm-hmm. you know, that we can use in our lives. And they're like aliens. They don't, they don't exist here. And so they're not of us. So we can kind of use that idea of killing those or not killing, but taking away those emotions that shouldn't exist within, you know, cause we're not like born with frustration or anxiety or yeah. anger or those things. Right. So, And it, that's yeah. kind of a, a new way of thinking, kind of coming back to the parenting thing, a new way of thinking about parenting when it comes to video games. Cause you know, when Halo came out and I'm playing, you know, and we can talk about, you know, sure. it took a lot of convincing for, yeah. for me to be able to play the game at all. Yeah. Uh, and the main reason was it was okay, like the alien part of it, like dad got that. He's like, okay, you're shooting aliens. Uh, yeah, but okay, yeah. at least they're aliens. But the um, the main piece of Halo, of course, most people know it's not really the campaign, although the campaign was great. It's the multiplayer. And multiplayer, you're just playing with other people, yeah. you know, other humans. Yeah. And that was the part that was difficult. It's like, hey, you're shooting other humans. That's not cool, you know? So it, it took a lot of convincing, but... Nowadays, it's you know kind of an an, an evolved way of thinking about it. Uh, it's less literal, and it's more like, okay, well, how can I change this to mean something else? And that's how uh, parents these days are kind of tackling that situation. Yeah, I, I like that point you made because it, it brought back to home and doing it those young ages. I, I still you know take pause about you know shooting other figures that are human in appearance. And, and and that being interjected, I think, again, it's something that, you know, want to be protective of it when it's introduced. And I like the way this guy is explaining things. And that, and like you said, he's they're able to interject at that moment. And I think that's very, very important, mm-hmm. very important that they had. And I don't think and this is for the younger ages. I don't think you should use video games as a babysitter. Yes, okay? that is Okay, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm against it because I know people do what they do, but hopefully this would be good advice for someone. Uh, it shouldn't be the substitute for that because you, you've totally lost control there. You don't know what's going mm-hmm. on, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it can't, it can't substitute for parenting, but it becomes an element of how you can augment your parenting with this, you know, new engaging method of, of you know, video games and how pervasive they're becoming now. Uh, I want to get to another kind of quote from that same Arizona State University uh, research paper in 2013 uh, as we kind of transition to the cooperative side of things. Because one of the other points that you said uh, earlier in part one was that you wanted to focus on games that uh, revolved around being a team, uh, like less playing yeah. Space Invaders, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so less Goldeneye and more, uh, yeah. you know, help me out. <laughs> so, it's not all about me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so one of the quotes there says, video gameplay uh, becomes a point of conversation and not a point of conflict. Yes. Uh, on like the flip that. side, it's nice uh, for a child to be able to teach his parents uh, something about gaming. Yes. Uh, and their research is finding that sharing this experience cultivates family bonding, learning, and well-being in these kinds of uh, cooperative uh, environments. So we have games today like Minecraft. Um, Minecraft. Minecraft for us back in the day was probably the closest thing I could think of, and there probably was something better, but the thing that comes to mind that I actually played was The Sims, the very first Sims game. Oh, yeah, The Sims game, yeah. Minecraft is a game that's 
it's all about creativity and imagination. You start in this, you know, world and then you are tasked to basically build it as you see fit. And it's whatever you can think of, for the most part, you can do it. So people have made incredible worlds. I mean, block by block. <laughs> and it's it's crazy to me how much time that must take. Uh, but it's one of those creative type games. And more of those types of games are being created um, at all types of levels. We have the Little Big Planet series, uh, which is another kind of creative game. You build whatever your imagination can think of. And it's it kind of teaches kids about engineering in a way. Yeah, uh, You have to think about how... If I put this here and I make this take this action, how's that going to affect this other thing? It's almost like a baby uh, tutorial for physics in a way, you know. What is the other game um, where you're? It had stickers or no? Stickers? <laughs> Not stickers. I'm thinking like Paper Mario. Yeah, it's Super Mario Sticker Star. Uh, uh, Scribble Nuts. Oh, Scribble Nuts. Yeah, yeah. That's another good example of another kind of like indie game that blew up. Um, Scribblenauts is a game where you have to use words to basically write something that will materialize to solve a puzzle. So maybe the puzzle is, you know, this would not be a puzzle, but maybe the puzzle is, uh, who who is the knight? And the answer would be Batman. You know, you would have to write out Batman, and then Batman would show up, and then you'd, uh, congratulations, you cleared the puzzle, it's Batman. Uh, but they have a ton of different kind of scenarios like that that make you think about okay what's the way to do this and then there's a million different ways to achieve the same type of puzzle you know so you could say blue batman or you know old batman new batman and it would all you know uh solve the puzzles there's a bunch of different ways you can arrive at an equation and it's it's really interesting uh the folks at uh asu they even have a website called games and impact Dot org. And if you go to the about section and click on uh, the parents tab, they have what they call uh, impacts, uh, impact guides, where they have listed some, some games, and a lot of them are current, uh, oh. that you can actually go to and check out to say, okay, let me see what other people think about this. And there are some games in there you have never heard of. There's some games in there that you have, like uh, Don't Starve is on there, Portal 2 is on there, SimCity 4, Minecraft, like we mentioned, The Last of Us is even on there as well as the original Sims. Uh, but they also have some stuff like GameStar Mechanic, iCivics Argument Wars. You know, you can guess what that game would be about. These are like <laughs> the modern day Socrates <laughs> games. Yeah, you know, there you go. They're not really games, <laughs> but they you teach go. you stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the same way a game can. Have fun while you learn. Yeah, you know, and it, it's less literal than Number Munchers, uh, mm -hmm. which was also great. Don't even, I love Number Munchers. <laughs> but these games, you know, they give you something to work with. I'll use uh, Don't Starve as an example. Uh, the description on that, of far as what Don't Starve is about, you start off as a scientist. And in the game, your character is, you know, in his attic and using science to do things, but it's not working. Uh, so over the course of the game, you uh, accept an offer from a mysterious man on the radio <laughs> and set off into the shadowy, uh, lands to basically try to build up and survive out there. And mm -hmm. the whole game is about don't starve, but you're mm -hmm. using science to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, they actually have Good. a game now that's built off of that called Don't Starve Together. Ah. So it's a mm -hmm. great you know kind of parent-child one-to-one game where you can work together to achieve the common goal of not starving. <laughs> you see how well you can do. Now, I don't know what's coming next, but if you will permit me, we're going from Old Testament, New Testament, we're in New Testament now. But I just want to throw in a, a, a little different thing here. 
of what transcends both of them, what transcends even the video games for the particular ages that we're talking about, meaning the younger ages. And, you know, particularly with the Lego movie out, I just wanted to say that one of the biggest things that we had when it wasn't electronic was Legos. Mm-hmm. And that aspect you should continue to use as well because, you know, you've got things you've got to put together, you've got instructions you have to follow. And it really is very, um, it's another option though it's not electronic, it's not video, but it's a, it's a good foundational piece. And don't uh, throw that one out, you know, that's a, a good value for you to continue. Like we used it back then, but it's still transient. You can use it now for the new generation. Yeah, and that's a, that's a brilliant point too. I know Lego has a ton of different kind of local events they'll take around where they'll have build sessions. Uh, so those kids that grew up with Legos who are now adults might take their kids to do the same thing. Yep. But kind of piggybacking on the whole, you know, non-electronic point, uh, one of the things that's been coming up uh, in the gaming world by storm is the notion of gaming conventions and meetups. And uh, we have this thing, Cosplay Now, where uh, people will actually make costumes uh, of video game characters to dress up as and then go. Um, mm. And, you know, parents are doing this with their kids now, mm. where they, you know, being excited about, you know, a certain franchise, maybe Star Wars or, uh, you know, Mario or something like that will dress up as various characters from those uh, franchises and they'll take their kids as, you know, whatever would be appropriate for them. Uh, (laughs) If it was Star Wars, maybe the kid would be like a little Jawa or something like that. And they'll go to a convention together and it'll be something around that, uh, that culture of video games and, you know, pop culture um, that they're sharing with their kids, you know, which is, so another kind of thing that carries over from the old generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just different back then. And like what you you and I did, and I'm really blessed that, you know, for you guys to have us here. But, you know, we went to New York. And uh, one of the things we wanted to do was Nintendo World, right? You know, oh, my that. gosh, yes. Now, wasn't yes. that wonderful? I, I mean, had to go. I was right in there with them, you know, enjoying it, you know. And uh, it, we, we filmed some things in there and mm-hmm. bought all kinds of stuff. You know, it was just great, you know. That was you could such take your an kids to that kind time. of stuff. Yeah, you know? it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendo you know? Land. Exactly. Yeah, and so these are the type of experiences now that are coming out. Uh, I kind of want to close up my section with one more article from uh, the ESA. That's uh, the Entertainment Software Association. They have a lot of great information. That's kind of a overhaul of statistics and demographics for games. Uh, they're the guys behind the study, or the people behind the study uh, that we used. Uh, when we kickstarted this thing to say what percentage of gamers, uh, oh, you know, okay. are, are, you know, actually playing and what are they playing? How many of them are men? How many are women? Oh, and okay. we found a lot of things in today's world. They're really balanced for the most part. You know, it's not one sided like it used to be. So they have a section on family life uh, where they kind of focus on games and, and what's what. And they have the top five reasons parents play games with their kids. Hmm. Uh, the First reason is, I mean, with 88% say this is their reason, it's fun for the entire family. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone can get involved in it. Uh, everyone can crowd yeah. around it. Even mm-hmm. if you have a single player experience, everyone can get together and talk about it. It's very inclusive now. So it's it's fun for the whole family. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a big fun for us. To the do that. second reason is because their kids asked them to, mm. uh, which is kind of another engaging thing. I don't know if my generation like being children would ask their parents to play video games with them they might just ask to play video games Mm -hmm. but now it's a sense where kids are reaching out 
more than they did before to say, hey, come play this stuff with me because games have become so social now. Kids want to have that interaction mm. with their parents. Okay. Um, third reason is that it's a good opportunity to show socialize with their child, like we yes. said. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, absolutely perfect. It's great. Uh, I think that's the main thing, even for me. Like, when we become video game parents... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Master Wife's giving me that face. Mm. Uh, no time soon. <laughs> no time soon. Oh. Well, Master Dead has a sad face. Oh, <laughs> no. Don't start having sad faces. Don't look at him, dear. Don't look him in the eye. Uh, but I would definitely want my kid to play video games. Uh, you know, in the same way where if I was a professional basketball player, I don't make it to play basketball. You know, it's just kind of like something that runs in the family. Uh, and whether they want to or not, it's up to them, but I would secretly be, you know, rooting for that, uh, for the chance to be able to talk with my kids someday, like you did, you know, watching Isaac play Call of Duty, like, Hey, you're still at it. And that's another talking point. Yeah. Uh, reason number four is that it's a good opportunity to monitor game content. Yes, Absolutely particularly the young ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that comes back to your point. It's a lot easier now, whereas before it was a very analog yes. uh, way of monitoring. Right. I know one of the ways Master Dad kind of kept us in check was to uh, uh, make us read for the amount of time that we were able to play a video game. Yeah, that was great. So if we want, for example, if we wanted to play a video game yeah, for two hours, that. Yeah, explain that. we would have to read for two hours. And kind of earn the time to play mm-hmm. the video games. Yeah. So yeah. collectively between the three of us, we'd sit down and read for like 30 minutes. And we'd say, hey, we got an hour and a half. And yep. then we'd all spin, you know, spin <laughs> and, it together. And, and spin it together. Uh, where nowadays you have things like parental controls that are basically built into any home console, at least in PC2. Uh, where you can say, hey, you get to play for this much time, you know, for these mm, days. Okay. Or you can't play these types of games or you can only oh, play this. Or okay. You need a password to do this and only I have it. So oh, okay. there's so much control now where you don't have to, you know, take the whole console and just put it up somewhere where your kids <laughs> can't reach on top of the refrigerator or uh, something. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we still figured out how to get that yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hearing now <laughs> some of these stories. Yes. That, it was sneaky. We weren't allowed to play video games during the week because it was a school, school nights. nights yeah. uh, so they would take the Super <laughs> Nintendo and just stick it on top of the freezer in the laundry room. We're like, Psh, we're professionals. We go get a chair and go up there, get that thing, bring it down, play it when they're you know out. And then as soon as we hear that garage door go up, oh God, mom and dad are here. And then we just scratch and try to put it all back together and put it up you know, nothing's happening nothing to see here uh but now you can just set it you I know never figure out why y'all had that angelic look on your face when you came in now we're, i we're know just, we're just good children we're just good kids but you know now you can set it say oh you just can't play monday through friday you're done you know so you have that opportunity to still be a parent and kind of enforce that side of things too and then the last reason uh which is the most interesting point, this is at 47%. Mm. And this is interesting to me because I feel like, I don't know who they surveyed in this. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure that it doesn't say, but it just says that parents are becoming a growing segment of the game playing population. So I assume they took a good sample, but 47%, and I'll talk about that number later, 47% uh, said the fifth reason was that they enjoy playing video games as much as their their child does. Mm. And I take that 47 to mean that that's our side of the generational coin. Yeah, that's what I'm you thinking know? too. Uh, one of the subsets of our generation was that you had some parents like Master Dad who kind of saw the value that video games could present cautiously, but, you know, allowed right. for that activity. Right. Then you have the other side um, 
that were completely anti-video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. You know, believe that it was like the new, you know, rock and roll devils, yeah, whatever, it's a, it's you know. The devil. Yeah, and just, just ruined your kids, makes them lazy and dumb, yeah, and, yeah. you know, they didn't want their Couch kids. Couch potato. Yeah, yeah. So there was that side of it, too. Nice. And I have friends who were not allowed to have video games uh, <laughs> in their house. Oh. I work with one. Uh, okay. They have funny stories. But... Some of them got that to that point, so they were they became gamers. Now they're having kids, and now they want to play. Uh, now they still enjoy playing those games as much as their kids do, or maybe even more in some cases. Mm. Uh, I know in my case, I'm definitely going to be gaming, uh, even when I'm an old man. I will still be playing games as long as my thumbs are still working. Now we'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how that goes. But just to say, you know, parenting, and it's weird saying it because I'm not a parent, but I understand kind of the aspects, you know, that you've laid out. You, you made some great points here and the articles are very supporting and, you know, a couple of points I want to add to that. And obviously I want you to have the last word, but I, I, I'm older and I don't want to lose my thought. <laughs> <laughs> so let me put this in right here. Uh, I think it fits there. When you and I played the video games together on Space Invaders, mm-hmm. right? And you shared with me some of the comments that came in. Remember, we met, read some of them. Oh yeah, yeah. And one of them yeah. just brought tears to my eyes, yeah. and I think it's appropriate, that, you know, as we taper off here, of the value of parents playing with their kids. Yeah. Uh, he read an article. Someone had saw us playing, and uh, wow, it's still kind of emotional for me even thinking about it. But the guy was just saying how I don't remember exactly because I don't have it before me. I wish I could have read it, but I just thought about it. But it was uh, I, but Joseph s- can pull it up. But don't don't bother with it. I, I, I know you got it. But what the gist of it was, it impacted him so much that you could see that it affected him in his in his the way he was describing the experience. And he ended up saying that he really wished, you know, he had had something like that in his life where his dad would have played games with him. Yeah. You know, and you could just feel it the way he wrote it, that it had really uh, touched a nerve. And I never even thought about, you know, just you and I playing games together mm-hmm. would, would convey that type of a message. But, you know, the, the guy came, came deep on us, you know? And uh, so I'm saying to the parents out there, Hey man, you know, it's, it's more than what you realize. And like, you know, we're answering things of of the heart and to have a parent to play games with their kids is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And and there were some comments on there that were saying things like, Oh man, I mean, yeah, my dad and I would do the same thing or my dad and I, it was surprising how many people had the same, like, Oh yeah, my dad and I also, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. kind of tag on there. And yeah. So, you know, you're right in that, you know, kind of picking back into that article that we had, you know, if you're not, uh, if your kid shows an interest in video games in the first place and you're not supporting that yeah, you by participating, yeah. you're just missing out, man. Yeah. So you need to know what your kids' strengths are, what they're good at, what they like, what the interests are, and, and support it. Because mm-hmm. if oh, you're not part of it, somebody else will be. Uh, this is parenting, but Master Joe and Master Wife don't have kids right now, and that's cool. Uh, but I yeah, wanted, you're right, it's cool. I wanted to say <laughs> to those that are like them, and maybe not. Maybe you actually have kids, but I want to speak to the the master wives out there for just a <laughs> second, uh, if you permit me. Uh, you know, we're talking about like Joseph. You know, he's going to be a gamer. You know, from now on. So if you're newly married, you know, or you may be dating and you're dating a gamer, you know, uh, a wise woman would do the same. That would mean support. What 
your spouse or in this case your fiance if this is a gift this is a talent this is something that's strong in them a hobby whatever you want to call it support that and be one that would come on board and also if you don't play at least watch but as I compliment Master Wife because she's right in there playing and that to me is a high compliment for the relationship as well because I mean how how good is that that one of the gamers is that you really enjoy playing with hey it just happens to be your wife yeah that's that's so cool for a marriage so yeah, and, I mean, and, you think it's cool when your kid asks you to play. I mean, how about when your wife asks yeah. you to play? So I'm just saying to Master Wise, what you don't want to do is be the anti-antithesis to that. You don't want to be against everything that he's doing. That's just not that's not going to work good for you in the long run. So don't don't do that. Don't be that. that that's the TV wife. You know, don't do that. But support, you know, those types of things. And I tell you to just help the relationship so that, you know, maybe one day on here, Master Wife and Master Joe will will introduce Master Kid. No, whoa, whoa. we are whoa. not going to end it on that point. But <laughs> whoa, whoa, man! Just saying, just saying, Gnarly, dude. Whoa. But yeah, as Master Dad said, be supportive of you know Far both out, of you. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Oh, okay, I think we're this podcast is over, but. <laughs> No, you got a nice um, word. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, be supportive of each other's hobbies. Uh, not just um, your spouse or husband in video games, but also your husband be supportive of your your interests and hobbies. But that will be like a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. We definitely oh, have another episode about that. Yeah, yeah that, sure. that's a good one there. Yes. <laughs> but um, and that's a great episode to think about um, for future episodes. But I hope you enjoyed our our inspiring and very educational episode today. Yes. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. Yes. Do for it for parenting and video games. Do it for your child. Oh, as always, guys, you can find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, or at Hot Peace Podcast. Heart Peace? Mm. Hot Peace. HeartPeacePodcast.com. Probably some, some other kind of website if you go to Hot Peace Avoid, avoid that hot yes. piece. <laughs> hot piece. Um, well, word. Yes. And if you have any time and would love to uh, do so and help us out a bunch, you can write us a review on iTunes, like our good friend from Twitter, Robbie Wan Shinobi, did. Uh, sent us a tweet saying, "Hey, thanks, you man. guys." Uh, iTunes review. So thank you so much for that. That does really help. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Cool. And until next time, peace out, heart pieces. Peace.